It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood back for another week with the fellas, RDT, Banks, myself, Taylor Smythe, and gents. Super Bowl football season is over. It is finuto. No more football games. Well, until the USFL starts in six weeks or eight weeks or whatever that is. What That, that commercial Sunday. during... Did not get me excited. Oh, the XFL Sunday. The XFL also also coming XFL, up. XFL baby. This is um, the how did Vince? This is the XFL. What's the with the Brian Brom one? Oh, what is it? Because I, I got remember. a pulse. I, yeah, as long as I got a braid in my head and a pulse. I can never remember what he says. Um, <laughs> I'll start. So Super Bowl last night. I, you know, it's this is a game now for four or five years. We. Thought the Ravens had a very good chance to be in. They were not. And I guess the last couple of years, maybe you thought the Titans could be in two RDT. Um, you know, make a run towards the Super Bowl. Maybe not as realistic with the way they play. Uh, but the Chiefs, as everyone saw, maybe I'm breaking this news to people for the first time. The Chiefs beat the Eagles in a very, very good game. Uh, what was your guys' favorite commercial? Favorite commercial? Hmm. I think Eric was RDT. kind of shitting on the commercials in the group chat. Yeah, RDT was. I thought they were all right. The but that was the thing. They were all right. There wasn't there. The only ones that really like stuck out to me. um, The Breaking Bad one, which I said we saw that online last week. It was a good commercial. The Danny McBride one made me anything online. So. Oh, yeah, it was it was. I, I, I don't saw go out of my way thing. to watch these things in advance. Like, I, that's just I, I, also I didn't know that's that's against the spirit. I, I don't watch them. I don't either. Ooh. I like being surprised. I mean, Back in my day, you used to have to watch the Super Bowl to see these commercials, and now they're just they pop up on YouTube two weeks before. Damn. It's like whatever. Um, I get it. Um, trying to think what else the the farmer's dog. What was that one? The farmer's farmer needs a wife. That one. That one. No, well, like farmer needs a wife. Looks like a banger of a show. Well, that was here, that was, was kind of funny. My favorite may have actually been after the Super Bowl ended. Rofo dropped the new JT hit. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Ooh. He's sitting in the it may all right. Apologies if this is not a new one, but him sitting in the back seat playing like a Game Boy in between two kids arguing what they want for lunch. Haven't seen it. Yeah. It was good. It was funny. I um I liked I, this is some one that other people didn't like. I liked the Miles Teller dancing to the uh weight music. I thought that was entertaining. I that's, liked the that's been a jo- YouTube commercial. I've seen that for the last two weeks too. That was on YouTube. Yeah, haven't had not seen it. Um, and maybe that's me just living under a rock. I thought T-Mobile got it wrong with Bradley Cooper, and I thought John Travolta was funny in the in the singing about the wireless speed or the internet speeds. Um, two, two things that the the Tra- Travolta one again. And it's a commercial on YouTube where if I'm watching something, it's like the click here to avoid, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But and I like also, the, the NFL's flag football with the girl running through all the things. That, I thought that was a very good ad. A very good ad. That was, I saw I think her. That was like second on the ad score. I think that was at second on the ad score, like of what they do every time. I think that was the second ranked one. I did. I did like that one. Um, the, the, the John Travolta one, though. I saw. Well, that's the thing. There weren't many mem- memorable ones. No, My only take was the John Travolta one. Olivia Newton-John's body is not even like cold yet, and they're just having Zach Braff and and I thought that was kind of weird. Like she's yeah, been dead it was a little bit. It was a little bit bizarre. And they're like chopping it up in a commercial. I don't know that. That's me. But. Worst commercial, by the way, was the uh, the Serena Williams Remy Martin commercial. Just made no sense. 
I don't even think that I was that. early in the game. The honestly, one of my favorite ones was not even during the broadcast. They had the YouTube, the YouTube TV um, NFL Sunday ticket with the cat playing the NFL theme, the like NFL Network theme. Very funny commercial. Love that cat. Love the piano yeah. playing cat. Never gets old. And I hate cats. Didn't see that one. Um, the 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 Fubo is that what it is? The Fubo commercial Tubi. freaked everybody out. Tubi. I liked that Tubi. commercial. The the rabbit I hole, liked it too. I thought that was good. I thought that was clever. That that was I mean, the, there I've seen the videos of everyone like posting their reactions to it. Like I, I did the same thing. I thought it was sitting on the remote. That was a funny one. Um, it just seems like they're going for big name actors and everyone. I get I know I, I know obviously that helps in advertising, but every single commercial is like a-list star, A-list star. Like again, get what happened to the animals in commercials? What happened to the Clydesdales? G- give me the Budweiser frogs. Like we're getting away from from it. What you're we, right. What we the the formula right now Bowl is commercial. pick out one or two stars and hope that the personality or that the writing you give them. Like a huge fail of that was those Pepsi commercials with Ben Stiller and Steve Martin, where you have like two really it's for Pepsi Zero or whatever mm-hmm. the Pepsi product. Yeah. I can't remember which Pepsi it is. They bring they put out something every year. Those commercials just weren't funny, and they had two very funny people in the commercials, and they just didn't. The commercials didn't work. Um, and some of them, some of those did work, but I mean, like I like the Jack Harlow Doritos Triangle. I thought that was clever. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were some good ones out there, but yeah, I they're they're not. But the ones that you like really remember are not ones with celebrities. Like they are, you know, just clever. Well, they're the, really well executed advertising. What's up? My brother, it's funny, my my brother um does like copywriting, like he works in advertising, and he was saying that it's funny because companies used to use the Super Bowl to like um start campaigns, like start full-fledged advertising campaigns. Like if you do the what's up, you're just gonna keep doing that. And now these are almost like one-off spots that, as you said, like they show on social media to try to get a lot of impressions. So you have a star. Like Mick Ultra just puts 60 stars in the commercial and mm-hmm. just you know praise off that and like um they got like eight million billion or something perhaps some a ton of impressions i have a buddy that works um with like advertising there um hopefully i wasn't allowed to say that number publicly but they i guess did really well but that's like that's like what they do but that's not the start of a campaign for mick ultra they're just gonna keep showing that commercial maybe they'll have more stuff with like ricky fowler but you know yeah and i mean again advertising has changed in the last 20 years you know again since the budweiser frogs and all that but like I said, and, and now, like, I remember taking an advertising class in college and like my professor was like, and I, we've seen this a bunch where like companies will release a, a commercial on YouTube a week before and they'll say, this was too hot for the Super Bowl. We got banned from the Super Bowl and it's, you know, watch it here. And then and then they just show their commercial and it's like they probably didn't get banned. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an easy way to get clicks and, and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean. Again, it's all changed so much. I the car. I thought they were okay. Again, n- nothing I took away from it being like that was a good one. That that one I really liked. Like one of the best ones I saw was again before, and it was the Burger King commercial, and it was just being like them being like, "You guys have shared this song so much, we don't even need to buy a Super Bowl commercial. Like we're good. We've done our advertising. Yeah, we're but that's good. like a thanks. That's a real ad campaign. Like I bet if they'd launched mm-hmm. that during the Super Bowl, people are like, wow, what an incredible jingle. But that has nothing yeah. to do with a celebrity. So that's it's just good. They mm-hmm. just executed good advertising. I watched the divisional round game, Eagles Giants at McGurk's. 
a few weeks ago and that song came on when they had the live sound on and the whole bar was singing <laughs> it's on spotify, it's on spotify it was, now it was kind of electric they they've put it on like they because do you think it's in, does it make you want to go to burger king streaming platforms no not at all yeah that's the only thing no. i don't i just like the jingle i don't really want to go to burger king uh, I'm, I'm able to separate I, I, you know compartmentalize i do everything. like their chicken fries Chicken, chicken fries, fries are good, good. Yeah, you know. I don't, and I, that's not that shot at Burger King. I do like Burger King, but I'm I'm still going to Mickey D's. I think over Burger. King. I like the idea that they have mozzarella sticks on the menu, but they're like it's tough to make bad mozzarella sticks, and they're they're doing their best to do that. Mm. So, I don't know. I think I think more fast food places should try to work in a little mozzarella stick. That's just me. I'd be you would go heavy on mo- you have go heavy on mozzarella sticks. Well, it wouldn't be a go heavy. It would be a throw in on every order. What do you guys think of? That's what you're eating on the ride home. That's that's what you're eating on the ride home. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think of pizza? Bring back the big New Yorker. That was doesn't move the needle for me. It's just a crust or bust for me when it comes to Pizza Hut. And us here in this neighborhood, you know, you you probably know. Well, you probably don't know because you're you're all doms all day. Yeah, there's not, there's not a Pizza Hut that delivers to this neighborhood. There is not. That is, I did. So me um, and my roommate got, Anthony got a, um, when they were doing like the, what are they called? Those big boxes. Like the, I, I can't even remember. Boxes. The big boxes, whatever. Boxes. We had to like, I don't remember how, we had to like go get it or something. Like we just wanted to get it over COVID. And they just didn't have anything that, that delivered here. It was horrible. But there's a Domino's, a stone's throw away over here. So we have that going for us. But and a Papa John's very close. It's kind of weird. There's not a pizza hut down here. So it's a, um, a shame. Not a ton of Baltimore uh, sports talk to go into here. Um, some news over the Super Bowl. We we still uh, we'll do a sort of a Ravens a Ravens medley of of things here. Uh, Clayus Campbell essentially announced he's coming back. Um, I am assuming they'll have to rework that deal a little bit, but it sounds like he is going to return. He said that Lamar Jack every effort should be made by Eric DeCosta to bring back Lamar Jackson. I think that's happening. So that was just sort of a reiteration of something that's happening. But he went out with that publicly. So I think good news that you get a guy like Clayus Campbell's both on the field and he's continued to be pretty productive as a run stopper and then is a great locker room guy. So I don't think you can be you have to be happy that he's coming back. I don't know if there's much more to say there, Banks, but that was welcome news. Definitely welcome news. I mean, he played probably better this year than any, I can't remember if this is year three in Baltimore for him or two, but this was his best year yet. And he, he made a couple impact plays with block field goals and stuff. Like even if he, you know, your Travis Jones and, and some of these other guys start to eat into his snap count. some, he can still make an impact um, just coming in on limited snaps or, or on special teams, but he's, he's not playing at a level to warrant that. So yeah, they'll probably re- rework his deal because if they cut him, they save seven million. Um, his overall cap hit, I think, is nine and a half million. Um, so the savings are only seven, or the savings are seven. So that's like kind of incentive to maybe, tr- you know, they're not. Gonna, I don't think they're going to cut him, but they're going to rework that deal and get it a little more team friendly for sure. Yeah, and I think you know if you can do that, you you bring back a very quality player. Um, and then the two things that are hanging out there are the offensive coordinator search and Lamar Jackson. You know, there were kind of like the hits during Super Bowl week of the Ravens and Jackson 
continuing to be far away on money. It sounds like, based on the reporting, that the Ravens are a little more willing to potentially franchise Lamar, whether that be the exclusive or not exclusive tag. I think more than this group, or we had speculated on the pod, I think we were pretty, and we could still be right, being pretty, you know, firm that the Ravens were either going to trade him or re-sign him, but the reporting is that maybe they could franchise him. So that is now out there, and the Ravens are still not not hired an offensive coordinator. So um, there were some Eric Biamini rumors that have been around both for the commanders and the Ravens. Um, so maybe he's an option. Maybe he's a guy the Ravens were waiting to interview before they made an ultimate decision, but that has still now wavered out there for a few weeks. Um, I would think they will hire an offensive coordinator in the next seven to 10 days. I don't know why it would linger that much after the Super Bowl now that all options are on the table, but we shall see. Seems that way for sure. And I, I should clarify on your comment there, like um, re-signed or, or trade is the outcome by week one. And in order to facilitate that, he will have to be franchise tagged. So by no means was Taylor saying like a hey, franchise tag, like they're not going to do it. Of course they're going to do it. Yeah. I always thought the franchise tag was, I thought that was like a foregone conclusion. Like, I guess it's play on the franchise. Like, I guess it's that implies that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, unbelievable right. yeah, one yeah. That, that there's still people, believe it or not, there seem to be still people that are like, are surprised or they don't know that, or they react to news about that as if it's new. They're still out there, those people. Um, and then the other thing is like, um, Ian Rappaport and I think a couple other people, they did one of those things where they team up on a report and they just all report it together. I think it was Rappaport, Tom Pelissaro. Yeah, yeah. They're acting like it's news that a trade is a possibility. Of course, it's a possibility. Most of the the stuff that was – sorry, not to jump on it. Most of the stuff that was reported is essentially just speculation on all the possibilities that could happen and saying that they're all on the table, which is just true. Just it's, it's just true. Ex- true. It's just his existence of truth that the, all of those things are on the table. I think the 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 worst part was the like. It still feels like there is not a ton of like coming together on the contract yet, which is a little, I guess, a little concerning if you thought this was going to be a quick resolution. But I don't think any of us thought this was going to be a quick resolution. No, not at all. And um, I think there are some deadlines coming up. I can't remember them off the top of my head. Um, but free agency starts March fifteenth. So like you would hope that they would get their ducks in you know, in line to start to have a plan, whether it be a contingency plan or just to figure it out and get a deal done type of plan. But um, I'm starting to think that the offensive coordinator search is a little bit, it's starting to be a little bit, bit catered towards appeasing him, um, which is something you want to do anyways. But um, I, I'm kind of curious. And it was reported though, that like, Hey, he has not, you know, Lamar has not had any direct contact with any candidates and has not really, you know, that was, that was a thing that people grabbed onto with that state of the Ravens press conference where it's like, Hey, Lamar's going to be involved in the offensive coordinator um, search. Sounds like that's not so much the case and they could be whittling it down to a handful of candidates, you know, some final candidates and maybe they bring him in, consult with them and have, you know, taken his thoughts, but um the end of the day, I think that this is going to be the team's decision. Um, but I can't help but think that the people that have made it this far in the process are are kind of um I I don't know. They're they're in the running because they think that they'll be a good fit for Lamar specifically. Do, do you think I, I 
I'm imagining, uh, obviously you talked about Eric Bieniemy, who seems like he should have been a head coach three Two years ago. Over. Yeah. Four years ago. Imagine. Obviously we heard, we heard and we saw the heat on Harbaugh from the fans, nothing from the, you know, uh, nobody, nothing from DaCosta or anything or, or anyone, you know, not Bashadi. I mean, but imagine the heat that Harbaugh would from just the fan base and Twitter. They had the enemy. The second the Ravens would lose a game, it would be, you know, fire Harbaugh, get get the enemy, you know, move him up to head coach. I think that would, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I just see because, again, he, I mean, that's a guy who should have been a head coach for years and years and years and who knows why he's not um but i mean there's I, always I been a thought if, there's always been a thought the that he has some like he has some like weird situation that happened at colorado when he was there but it's i mean people didn't, people have gotten have gotten yeah, jobs right? with yeah didn't yeah. he get it was like a dui or something dui got, that's like, the thing it's not even which, that's like been like thrown out there as a reason he hasn't gotten hired it's weird that he hasn't got with all the success He's had, yeah. I, I with, mean, and with an Andy Reid disciple, I mean, you would think I, it's shocking he hasn't gotten a head coaching job. Shocking. It's yeah. There, there, there is something weird. Um, but again, like Tim, I mean, but that's it's not a real was, reason. Was, like people have gotten jobs and no. things have happened. I mean, it's not a real reason. I think you made I, a real I had good always, point, Eric. I'll continue though. I I was just gonna say I had always thought I thought like three or four years ago that he was gonna be like a. Hey Andy, tell me when you're done and I'll stay. You know, or Andy was like, Listen, I got five years left. You stay here. I'll hand you the keys to the car and then you go. But again, now I mean, we thought the same thing with Josh McDaniels in New England. And it's now it's kind of like, well, he's I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Reed's gonna coach for another couple of years. And again, I mean, I, I would have thought that because for all the reasons you said, Taylor, like the system, I mean, how how they look, they're they what they turn their receivers into. That he could handpick his job, you know, and I, like, I, I don't know. I think the Ravens would be. I mean, I think it would be perfect for the Ravens, but I also don't understand why the Cardinals aren't like, listen, here, here's your check, just come, you know. It felt like in 2019, after that season, that the enemy was in the position where it was, it was a letter from for any given open job. And it felt like once he didn't take one, it was because, well, this coaching carousel, I just didn't like the jobs enough. Like there just wasn't one that I liked enough. I'm going to wait this out. And then the next one came around and nothing happened. And so I, I don't know what the story is there, but it gets to a point where it's like, what's really going on here? I get that Andy Reid is, is very involved in the play calling. Maybe teams don't like that. He's not doing that, but that's, you don't necessarily want your head coach doing that. You want him to be a CEO type. You want him to oversee things. Maybe that's helping or hurting that the enemy's more, I don't know, building and installing offenses and teaching them as opposed to, you know, maybe he's not, maybe people don't perceive him to be a leader per se. I, I really don't know, but it is bizarre. And you raise a good point. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you were saying, oh, I'm just surprised he's not a head coach. Or if you were just saying, if you're suggesting that Harbaugh is apprehensive about bringing him in, bringing him in because of that given narrative, like, hey, no, I that, you know, because look, he's looking over his shoulder, you know, after every loss. Right. No, 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 I don't think so. I just think if the Ravens lose three straight, everyone and their mother on Twitter is going to say, 
well, we've got the guy here, fire horrible. You know, not that DaCosta gives a shit about that or anything. Um, but no, it's, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's just it's shocking that he's not a head coach. Anymore. I think that's an interesting dynamic to suggest, though, because that's what I, I kind of where I thought you were going with that, because I I do think that there was a little bit of a you call it a power struggle or or like a too many too many cooks in the kitchen type cooks. thing with uh with wink martindale so mm-hmm. yeah i think that there's a lot of truth to the the dynamic that may have existed there that kind of led to him being ousted so um i don't know I, it, that makes me think a little bit it, i mean is he not is like is as ravens fans i assume that's who like i i thought that everybody would be on on board with that like and it seems like people are kind of like oh you know i don't know if he's there, it's a splashy hire. Oh my god, I didn't hire. even think he was remotely within our reach at the beginning of this process. Mm-hmm. So his contract expires in Kansas City. His contract expires in Kansas City is, I think, part of the situation there. And then they got oh. Matt Nagy just hanging out there. Correct. <laughs> Who I think is also, I, I, you know, going through some of the just some of the the conjecture and Zerubek's article about the the or you know his sort of note stuff the last couple of days. They said they said they might kick the tires on Nagy as well. The Ravens. That was thrown in there. And there's some there's some there's some Philly there's some Philly offensive staff members that could potentially be involved. And um, you know, obviously Harbaugh was involved with Andy Reid in Philly too. So there's a connection there. So you yeah. know, certainly wouldn't be out of the question for those guys to speak and there to be a situation. And you're right. You know, you said you kind of threw it in there, RDT. Like Andy Reid, you know, maybe he'll coach for a few more years, but. I mean, he's 64. He could go out on top. I mean, he's got to decide. And, you know, is Biennemi a guy that could get the job this year? Like, he's got to wait. He's kind of got to wait to see what Andy Reid does, I would think, before taking a job. But, well, yeah. I mean, and, and I mean, Reid said last night he was coming back. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming back. Oh, he said but, last night. Okay. I missed that. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I did miss and that. Brian, okay. I mean, you, you talked about it. And Taylor, you talked about it, like the hiring cycle. And, like, that's, that's the thing with these guys where it's like, a guy like Biennemi is like, I mean, they're playing to the Super Bowl or the conference championship every year. So a lot of these teams who have these vacancies are sitting there like, I, we don't want to wait around. So let's hire Frank Reich, who I just shit on all the time. Like, let's hire this guy, you know, as opposed to waiting and waiting and, and you know, waiting till after the Super Bowl and really getting down to the nitty gritty in the interviews. So that's, you know, that's something that's kind of worked against him, too where he gets done and it's like, well, it's the Cardinals and the Panthers and the Colts. Like I don't really want any of these. So, you know, but, but like you said, his contract being up is, is kind of different. Cause now he's just, he can, I mean, he just has full range to go pretty much. Like I said, like I thought he would have just anywhere he wanted. It will continue to be interesting to see who, and I, at this point they, it's the, I think like it's the next step into then the more, progress in the Lamar front like you need someone who's heading up this offense and we'll see what ends up being there's been candidates tossed around for weeks once again still not you know still no uh, resolution with the the enemy thing as you said Banks like did not even consider him to be a candidate and then you had that stuff popping off of he could be a candidate in Washington too um so you know they've certainly gone through some people Byron left which was at the Maryland game a couple weeks ago maybe he interviewed with the with the Ravens so that was bizarre seeing him there. Um, so yeah, so we shall see. Um, and that's kind of it on the Ravens front. We'll see what happens with Lamar, see what happens with this, and, and have more to say. 
And then as long as the Baltimore Orioles guys have recovered from their hangovers, I think we should be pretty, you know, nicely moving into uh, spring training. Um, not much to say on that front either. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The truck, the truck is left. We had the truck leaving last week. RDT's got the RDT. Is that a you have the Orioles shirt on? Is that a player shirt? No, no, it's just a long sleeve, like dry fit kind of. I don't really rock jerseys. I've got a couple, mm. but I don't. I haven't worn a jersey in. It's been a minute. Been a minute, but I. I mean, no. Now, now it's just now it's big. We wait for the um. It's a big spring training video. You know, batting practice, some long toss stuff like that. Videos just from social media. So I'm just waiting for that from the O's. Yeah, that I it'll be it'll be nice. Have we seen any type of coverage schedule for spring training from Masson or anybody? Have, has that come out? Did I miss that? Well, I talked to a couple Masson employees at Checker Spot, and they said they're not going down to, they're not going down to Sarasota. I believe Rock is going down. I don't know about, um, I don't know if I guess you're asking about like the TV schedule and stuff like that. Yeah, when I mean, I, games. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming they do it remotely, but are they going to put anything on TV? That I'm not sure. I know Jeff Arnold is going down. I talked to him a couple weeks ago. He's going down to, a, I assume, do radio and, and TV. Um, but I haven't seen any schedule or anything yet. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you would think this is when you take advantage and maybe do a couple more games because people are excited. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if the if it's because I, I usually I think they just kind of like announce the schedule, like oh, by the way, we're doing these games next week or something like that. I don't know, but I mean. We've also got World Baseball Classic coming up, so that'll be that. Could, I, I'll watch that over some spring training games. Oh, for sure. The World Baseball Classic what starts like the first week of March? Uh, twenty twenty two days, I think. I saw from Monday. The twenty twenty three World Baseball Classic begins March seventh, March eighth. One of those two days. So that should be exciting. Oh, U.S. in Pool C. With Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and the and Great Britain, who's apparently fielding a team in this event, all the games at Chase Field. So, I like the World Baseball Classic. I think we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chase Field. I mean, I get you want to have you get Arizona, you get Florida, you try to be central base with where the players are and everything, but Chase Field just doesn't move the needle. The, the, and then the semis, the quarters, the semis, and the championship are in Miami, which is also not a ballpark that does anything for me. So, not like the yeah. most exciting locations for either of this. San Diego uh, but, is like, you know. Yeah, San Diego would be pretty right right Yeah, I mean, they did that in 20, whatever, 15 or whatever. Um, 13, yeah. I don't know. And then you have games in Taiwan and Tokyo. They used to, they had, did they not have games in, in like the Dominican Republic last time? Didn't they have? No, no, no. Because I actually just saw a quote today and it was oh, from. Oh, Mexico. They had games in Mexico the last time. I I, I was going to say, no, they didn't have in Dominican Republic because David Ortiz came out with this like comment being like, it's embarrassing that we don't have, because their, their facilities aren't good enough. And Ortiz was like, as a Dominican, it's embarrassing that we can't provide, you know, quality places to play to showcase baseball. So trying to like fundraise a little. So Mexico, I mean, those Mexico, games, that would be right. sick. That'd be absolutely sick to have games down there. That place would, those places would be popping. 
like Puerto Rico. Um, let's move on to our not a ton to talk about. So let's get to the starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. Um, a couple weeks ago, Fed Thrill re-upped with the boys. So we said that last week, but want to just harp on that. Appreciate their support for the show. You can get 20% off your Fed Thrill sunglasses using the promo code EXIT52 when you check out of there. Um, so sun sunshine coming up. We're about to enter the spring here. Winter is coming to a close. So make sure you have your Fed Thrill sunglasses in honor of um, Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show performance. What'd you get? Let, let's go around the horn before we do this. Grades on the performance, RDT. I'll give it a B. I, I liked okay. it. It wasn't like flashy. It wasn't like there's nothing that like not there's nothing too big that like old white people can get mad at. Like it wasn't like too sexual or too vulgar. Like I th- I thought Rihanna has absolute hits. Like we found love is a. Mm. I mean, it's a it's got to be a top three song of all time. I think like it's up there. Um, but I thought I thought it like it wasn't too long. I thought it was on the shorter side, which I was fine with. I didn't, you know, it's whatever to me, but um, I thought it was good. I like, I like Rihanna. She has, again, she has hits, you know, her with a little, the, everyone kind of playing the game of like, is she pregnant? Is she not? Should I say something? Should I not? Like, I think people did a good job of that. Um, and congrats to her and ASAP, Mr. Mr. Rocky. Um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was fine. It didn't like blow me away, but I wasn't like bored. So. Kind of hard to follow last year's, but I'll give it a B. Thanks. Um, pretty similar sentiment. I guess like it's a matter of how how you grade. You know, I call it like a C plus B minus. I it just if it felt like the the sentiment that so many people had was, oh yeah, like I just realized how many bangers Rihanna has. She's absolute, you know, she makes bangers. It's like, yeah, we knew that. That's why she got the Super Bowl halftime show. That's what it's all about. But nobody seems to be pointing out anything specifically about the show itself and saying it was good in that regard. So it just wasn't wasn't great. But I also can't really find anything bad about to say about it either. Like it was, you know, I was entertained. I watched, you know. Yeah, I would give it whatever. I would give it in that B, B plus type of range. I don't think it's like an all timer. I don't think it's a Prince. I don't think it's a Beyonce. I don't think it's in that class. And I think that, as you said, Banks, the great takeaway is that Rihanna just has jams. And we, as you said, we knew that already, but she'd been a little out of the public eye. Like she hasn't done a lot of music stuff in like five years. Um, she hasn't really released any new songs. She just released a song with the Black Panther movie. Um, but she hasn't really released anything. I the the thing that was missing to me is I think she could have gone to like the Ponde replay type of era and kind of given us like give us a little bit of that vibe. She kind of kept it within her, I wouldn't say newer stuff because it went did go back far. But um, I love the people on Twitter that were like, I thought all, Kanye was coming out for all the lights. Like, yeah, there's no here. way, uh, no way that, that was gonna happen. I he, think that people thought Jay Z for the um, thing that I thought was sick. And I thought she was good. Clearly, she was like not moving around as much um, because she's pregnant. Um, but the staging was mm. sick. Like her, the shot when she floated into the air at the end with the diamonds, and then the light show going off in the stadium, and then the pull away was badass. Like really, really cool, and one of the better like spectacles I think. Like last year, I liked, but I, you might have just said this. It was hard to follow at times, like through what they were doing. 
Um, there's almost too many people. Um, and I know everyone loves and everyone the I think the trendy thing to do is just love every Super Bowl halftime show. Like no one has the guts to kill the Super Bowl halftime show anymore because everyone yeah. like, loves artists. And yeah. people want to say it's the best ever. I saw people out there saying it was like one of the best of all time, and I'm like, what like what? Yeah. What the, the worst part is you can you can these two things can exist. I would say these three things. No, two things. Rihanna is an all-timer. I mean there are just song after song after song. You can list, you can put a playlist on of 25 Rihanna songs and everyone likes every single song. So that can coexist with a like, I would say at the beginning of the performance, she looked like a little just disinterested. Like she was like, oh, I'm out here. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm playing all my hits. Everyone loves it. But it wasn't like the absolute fierceness or like throw it on the line like Beyonce was in New Orleans. I mean, that was just an absolute, like, let me just show you I'm the best at this in the world. Rihanna's was like, I make a lot of money doing fashion. I've also made 60,000 bangers, and I'm going to do the Super Bowl halftime show because, like, why not? <laughs> you know? Like, I think what people, the one that everyone's – I'm not going to give – I'll talk about this when we do the draft. Um, but I thought it was good. I was entertained – a lot of good songs. It, you know it's good when people are like complaining about like ten different songs not being in it because that just shows you how many good songs mm-hmm. she has. Like she's just so good. Um, you almost like Rihanna's just good. So yeah, good for Rihanna. I think the opening, I don't know what you call that opening shot of her just staring down the camera. I think I think it got a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people excited. Yeah, I think Rihanna is. Fairly universally liked too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as with the uh, with the Nala comparison, was was pretty on point. Mm. I don't know if you saw that. Did not. You know the look that I'm talking about. I know. I yep. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um. Very. Very. Yeah. Good show. So, in that vein, we are doing Super Bowl halftime performances we would like to see. This is always the great debate after somebody goes. Who should the next few people be? You know, who are the stars that have ascended? Do you go to older people? Um, you're never going to please any, any everybody with these things. But, you know, I think they've done a pretty solid job lately of people liking the show. So, uh, RDT, you have the first pick. I have the second pick. And, Banks, you have the wraparound. So, RDT, fire away. It has to be Drake. It's It's Drake. Again, wow. you want to talk about banger after banger after banger. I mean, they didn't even play one of Rih- one of my probably my second favorite Rihanna song. Um, Rihanna or well, it's Rihanna and Drake. What's my name? Fantastic song. Drake could have mm-hmm. come out for that. Um, but again, I mean, Drake is. I mean, he's just the best. He's he's the best ever. One of the best ever. I I love him. I think he's great. Um, and again, he has he can play a lot of the old stuff. He can switch it up to the new. He can bring people out. So I think he covers a lot of bases there. Um, and again, he's hot in the street. Great Sunday conversation. If you haven't watched it with Caleb and GB, um, he's just everywhere too. I mean, he's he's I f- he's not as universally liked as Rihanna, like you're saying. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I think he's still a massive name. And and again, if you want to talk hits, nobody can really match up with with Drake right now. He has, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a hit lineup, and you could do a million features with him if you wanted. Like he could bring out forty thousand people. So mm-hmm. uh, it would be he was very high on my list. Um, 
he's got to be due to do it. He's going to do it at some point. I, I would be kind of shocking if he didn't do it in his career. It has to be in the next couple of years. Yeah. Cause, cause again, they weren't going to do it this year because I'm sure they didn't want to do rap back to back, you know, that's yeah. where that would have got people fired up. The, the, the not wanting to see rap two years in a row. So he's got to yeah. do one soon. He will definitely do it. Yeah. He, he would be great. I mean, it would be very, very good. I think. And he like does a lot of like, he, ha- he does a lot of different things musically. Like, you know, his songs, he's like gone down with different things. I like Drake. I think Drake is good. I liked him on the Sunday conversation. I thought he was good. So funny. Um, I mean, I'm ecstatic for this to drop the number two with Taylor Swift. And I think that, you know, I this has this to may, happen. I, this may and be there's a good a, opportunity to discuss whether we need to reorient just how, how we decide this, the, the draft order. You don't like the rotation? I don't know. It's just kind of like... It's the rotation. There's no skill or excitement. I mean, if we could build something in that kind of dictates the drafts, where we could randomize it every week. We could randomize it. We could randomize it. Um. Uh, by the way, the the new the new mic currently struggling. I don't know if it's an internet situation with you, but we have it's probably have, an internet situation. I'm probably trying to do too much on my computer right now. We have reached a we have reached the banks internet impasse here in the last the underwater months. the underwater so banks the underwater banks I'll allow you to do what you need to do to try to fix that as I talk about Taylor Swift, um yeah I mean this is there's rumors that she turned it down this year that she was the pick and turned it down, um because she wanted to focus on the tour or whatever she was doing, this would be epic this is the one I was referring to whenever Taylor Swift does this there will be a segment of the internet that just destroys her. Um, that is unwilling to destroy everybody else. So I will be, I'm just saying I'm already triggered by that. That hasn't happened. And I'm already triggered by the fact that the people that will not criticize anybody else um, will go after Tara Swift because she's an easy target. Uh, there will also be the other side that will not be reasonable about how she does. And if she, even if she's terrible, which she won't be, she will be amazing. There's just no way she won't hit here. She, every live performance is amazing. She will not fail. Um this will be incredible. I cannot wait for Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl halftime show. It will be if there is a some scenario in which the Ravens are in the Super Bowl during the Taylor Swift Super Bowl halftime show. That could be if the Ravens won the greatest day of my life. So that's in play. Whenever Taylor Swift is in the Super Bowl halftime show rotation, greatest day of my life is in play. If other things go to plan, so. Um, would be one of the all-time great medleys of songs too, and has bangers. I mean, Taylor Swift has bangers. So, yeah, God, can you imagine all too well at the Super Bowl halftime show? That would be something for America to witness. Yeah, a lot for them to chew on. Oh, and the bike's back. There we go, baby. We're oh, back. it's been bad. It's the internet issue. Um, it's fine. Eh, there we go. And then it went underwater a little bit. But the bike, the bike sounds great. Banks has a new little fancy setup. He's got an arm. It's great. I love it. You're still getting I comfortable with the. It. You're still getting comfortable with it, Doug. Do you like holding? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. There's part of that, <laughs> and then I don't like. It's just over here to the side a little bit, and I like feel the need to lean into it, but I don't think I'm supposed to lean into it. I don't think I need to. I don't know. You'll figure it, feel out. it out. Any uh, yeah, Taylor Swift clearly my pick. Um, Banks, you have two. Uh, I'm just gonna go with the Beebs. I feel like the Beebs is an easy pick. It's chalky, yeah. but it's no, it's got to be done. Um, I, you know, I'm not I'm not a huge Justin Bieber guy, but I get it. 
you know, he gets people going. He's got tons of bangers. Um, so, yeah. How about Canada showing up strong in the first round here? Yeah. I mean, Beebs would be awesome. He's also another guy that could have a ton of features. So, Taro Swift okay. is somebody that probably would have none. Um, Justin Bieber could bring out a lot of people and be very good. He's also just a good performer. Yeah, I would be excited yeah. to see him do it. Very yeah. excited. Three good picks so far. All ones are on my list, obviously. I think um, for my next pick, I think Harry Styles is is near the top of the game right now, and it would have been a pretty good pick for him to have done this year. Um, another, you know, guy I don't necessarily like listen to his music religiously, but I know it when I hear it and I get it. Um, international superstar, right? Is he American? He's not American, is no, he? No. I thought so. Um, Yeah, that's a pick. Harry Styles to me would be great. He it has to be a scenario where they bring the One Direction guys in there and they do those songs because he doesn't have the singles as an individual. He's got like five. He could probably, but he needs to do the One Direction songs. And if they brought those One Direction jabrones back, all those dudes, that would be electric and a very very. Who, Who are the other ones? It's Zane, it's Zane uh, Liam, um, Niall. I last names. It's I know Le- that one. Liam He's Payne, Ni- Liam Payne, Zane Malik, Niall Horn, Harry Styles, and uh, oh god, I don't know. oh god, it's but thing. that shows you uh, Louis, mean, that Tomlinson. Shows- Louis Tomlinson. Louis ah, yeah. Tomlinson. That just shows you right Got there. Four of them. Yeah. yeah. Also, though, if they were going to do Harry Styles. It would have to be they couldn't do it in like your Super Bowl in Dallas or something like it. I feel like it has to be like L.A. or something like that. Like, you know, they're not going to take him to Houston with Harry Styles. It's I think it has to be like L.A. or Miami or something. It's a fair point. But it's I mean, it's a great pick. I He's grown on me a lot the last couple of years where he's gone from a, a one direction jabron. To like, oh no, this is like this is a really good. He's song. good, man, song. and he's super personable. Yeah. I said this on the show before mm-hmm. when he did the freaking James Corden thing, and he's in that. He did that thing with Kendall Jenner. I mean, he is just a personality tsunami in there with Kendall Jenner, and you mm-hmm. can tell Kendall Jenner is just captivated by him. There's so much sexual te- tension in the segment; it's unbelievable. unbelievable. He did. He did one one of those MTV Unplugged or whatever, like the little office. What do they call that again? The Tiny little- desk. Tiny desk. I think it's NPR. But yeah. Yeah, it's NPR. Yeah. He did one of those that was really good. Yeah, he's good. I saw it. He was singing. What song was he singing? I don't know, Sugar. That's great. I mean, he's all over TikTok too. His stuff, his stuff is all over TikTok. So I mean, yeah, he's he's a a huge star. I, I would be in favor of that one. I would like that one. Um, I'm going to stay kind of in that same musical vein for mine. I'm just going to kind of keep taking my people. I think Ariana Grande could helm this thing. I think she has enough good songs. I think that she would have to bring some people out to probably fill out the um, fill out the bill a little bit, but she has enough features to do that. So I'm taking her. I think that she could put on a hell of a performance at this thing. I think her and Styles are probably in the same level, just a tier below the Drake Swift Bieber from a, Fame, but I both I would be captivated by both. So I'm going to take Ariana Grande. 
I feel like she kind of missed the boat. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. she can still be massive. I mean, she what is she like twenty four years old? Yeah, but like she's a little older than that. But yeah, maybe it was the the weekend, the COVID year that they did it. I feel like that was like her prime time. Like, she again, needs I mean, she's to still release, a massive star. She needs to release an album, have mm-hmm. one more like big hit, and just kind of get back. Like, hey, you forgot about me. I'm still a huge deal. I've released a million big songs. And I think she'd get right back into it. Mm-hmm. She'd get right back. Yeah. It's almost like if she did it right now, it all, like when Katy Perry did it in 2015, she was a little past like Pete Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah. This is what it would feel like if Ariana Grande did it right. But I think Ariana Grande has a much better ability potentially to get back onto the horse than Katy Perry does, but hasn't really gotten back onto the horse. Um, so yeah, I would I would like to see her. Like she has she has six albums, so there's a ton of songs. She has, I mean, how many number one sing? How many number one songs? Features and features, and you know. I mean, she has. I mean, the way problem break free, bang bang, love me harder. One last, I mean, focus, dangerous woman. I mean, there's just a lot side to side. Um, No tears left to cry. Thank you. Next, I mean, she seven rings. I mean, there's so many songs she could do. So I think she's a Mm. good candidate. She's uh, she's 29. She's maybe a little older than I thought. Wow. Yeah. How old do you think Rihanna is? Rihanna, Rihanna is, is 35. 37, 36. 34. Yeah, she's so, sneaky young she's, because Ponde Replay came out when she was like 17. Yeah, she's 16. And it, 16, that song 16. turns 18 years old in like eight weeks. Oh, my Lord. So yeah. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren and I, one of Lauren's friends, went. we went to a wedding, a, a girl she teaches with. They went to high school with Rihanna. In New- wherever in New York or New Jersey, I think it was. And like in the bridesmaid speech, they were like, remember we see Rihanna in the hallway? It was kind of cool. That's that's crazy. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll throw this position in high school positions, which is Ariana's last number one song was released October 23rd, 2020. That is a lot. That is like a long time ago in music, but not that long ago. Yeah. But she's due for an album. I would say she could have an album come out this year. That would not shock me. She got married. Um, Did she really? I didn't know that. Yep. She's married to a real estate, uh, like a high-end real estate uh, guy. Younger. Uh, Dalton Gomez. Dalton Gomez, yeah. Interesting road to get there. Yeah. But she's, yeah. We don't judge her. No. Pete Davidson just rolls through them all. Um, RDTF2. All right, this is not necessarily one that I want right now, but it's one that I, I, I would have wanted this one. Again, ideally, maybe about fifteen years ago, and I didn't even check. I should have checked that that she didn't do one. The fact that Mariah Carey hasn't done one is, I think, a a, a crime. Yeah. And a yeah. lot, you got a lot of people asking if she if she would perform "All I Want for Christmas." I think if you break that out at Super Bowl halftime show, the place would go nuts. I think she just the roof would holds, blow off. Holds it down for the Thanksgiving parade every year at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, but that, I mean, what are we doing? Macy's, I know, I know. The thing is, she didn't really have like new hits. Since like the late yeah, 90s. It's, it's really been no, a long time. There, so there is where she had um oh why are the, the songs? 
mid 2000s no yeah, it's um the the emancipation of mimi or whatever that's the album why are the songs escaping my head right now it's after um, Heart heartbreaker it's after that album um the emancipation i did I say i just did not i guess say that was 2005 i thought that's that just was five and bit. those songs are why are they escaping my head right now this is so annoying um don't forget about us we belong together shake it off I mean, those are a comeback songs. album is what it was referred to. And then you have Obsessed as well, which is 2009. She has not had a big song since then. Really. Uh, Beautiful with Miguel in 2013, but I don't think that's really moving the needle for a lot of people. We, I we Belong it. Together is probably the biggest one there. That's a big song. I mean, yeah. Shake It Off is a big song. Shake, big shake, song. shake it off. But now, Taylor I mean, stole it from her, but. Shocker. Um, again. No, not in that on, way. You can hey, throw stop. In... No, stop that. No, just you stole this name. Shake in... it off it. You could throw in Heartbreaker. Uh, again, all I want for Christmas is you. And then and like her early stuff from the 90s. And I think I think that would be a hell of a show. I think she could also be somebody that like if you did a little like R&B throwdown and brought a couple of people out, she, they could like riff with her. I think that would be electric. Her and Usher yeah, would yeah, be a great again, combo. Who is it? Usher. That's my next pick. I was going to say Usher. Like Okay. Sorry. Ah. That's your pick. No, no, no. It was the perfect segue. Um, yeah. Again, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who, like, you don't really, like, I, I mean, for people our age, like, I, you know, but it's like you forget just song after song after song after song, and you're like, these are so good. I mean, Confessions was a great album. What was the the 13? Um, there was another album he had that was awesome. Um, He just... Again, it, I mean, it's past, it's definitely, that ship has sailed. Um, you almost thought that he would have come out in like a, like a, like a version, like an R&B version of one. He's come out in one before. before. He's come out in one before. Um, Did he really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I can't remember which one. I had it in front of me. Um, Is this vetoed then? Or I think, no, no, no. I'm fine with it. I think he'd still do it. Oh, yeah. I think if he, if you announced Usher for the Super Bowl halftime show next year, I think that would fire people up. Personally. Yeah, but again, I think you would just assume that that hit had a project attached to it, or like, yeah. Not, you know, I mean, I know, talk about a guy that could. Re- I mean, you remind me, you got it bad. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't have to call burn. I mean, burn. I mean, love in this club. I mean, o- OMG, DJ got us falling in love. Climax, <laughs> scream. I mean, there's just so much he could do. Now he has not had a big song in a decade, but um, I would be. He would be great. I, I would love yeah. to watch that. Uh, yeah, the, he he would be a fun. And again, the, the people he could bring out would would be awesome. It would be a lot of dancing. It would be a lot of visual stuff too. So I think that 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 could have been an 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 absolute awesome show. I was hoping I could get him here. You sniped him. I was going to take him right here. Um, because I think he'd be great. I think he'd be really. And the dancing, you could do a full show if he can still do. If he can, if he's got eighty percent of what he used to have, what's he got to be? Oh, I'm got. Should be 50? Sh- it doesn't matter. He's 44. I, sure he's- oh, he's got it. He was so young early on. Yeah. He's still in his prime. Come on, man. Um, God, what do I want to do here? Do I just want to keep self-serving? Being self-serving? <laughs> uh, I'm between a few here. No, I think I can get this deeper. So I'll take something else. I'm going to take... Um, I'm gonna take the Adam Lambert version of Queen. 
it's saw that on a couple. Right now. Saw that on a couple of pages. I think that I think with Bohemian Rhapsody to just happen, I think that would be very very entertaining. So I'm gonna take that. That'd be good. And that those songs would just bang in a Super Bowl halftime show. That's that's this is sort of in the Rihanna vein where just to just play the Queen medley and that's just an entertaining 25 minutes. So mm-hmm. like you can't you can't really lose there. So I'm gonna take that. It's a good pick. I I, I was gonna pivot with my pick here in a minute. Um where I was just gonna just say, hey, we're gonna time travel to a given year and we're just gonna do this. And I think I think you would be right to try to just time travel to Freddie Mercury Queen. Like mm-hmm. I think that's a pick that you should be you should be doing. Like oh, can I do that? Yeah, I'm like because I'm going to do this here in a minute. I feel like oh, okay. Then I'll just take Queen in in all iterations. Yeah, that's fine. Then phenomenal pick for sure. Okay. Yeah. You gonna do it now? They're all time. I mean, I don't know if anybody wants anything on Queen, but I mean, they're I just all. I mean, if if you, you could watch- like time travel, but also like time travel today, like do something like with the the different climate that exists. For mm-hmm. for LBG, I always stumble over that. LGBTQ. LBGTQ. Yeah, I think that that would that'd be pretty awesome. I think people would be pretty fired up about it. I'd be a sensational performance. Yeah, sensational performance. And there would be some very mad people online that we could all laugh. So at. mad, so mad, so mad. Sorry about um, it. Um, Queen yeah. Queen rules. Um. I'm going back to like 1991 and I'm doing Metallica when they're at the peak of their powers. And that was like the go-to genre. I like the idea of Super Bowl halftimes reflecting the era in which a given thing happens. And I think that right around the self-titled album, people call it the black album. When that thing comes out and they're just ripping, I think that that would have been an electric halftime show. It'd be it'd be hilarious to see it, a mosh pit at the at a Super Bowl too. It would be very good. It it would be very good. They, it's you're right. They could not perform the Super. If Metallica existed in a does Metallica have an existing touring element? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Metallica really. So, sure but, but if they played, they played it, they, they, literally, they couldn't play it now, right? Like they, it just could not happen in this. Like they yeah. would just make no sense. I mean, but they would be great 60s. in a yeah in a certain era. But you could have. Like the Rolling Stones did in their seventies, and it was great. Everyone liked it. I don't know if Metallica like translate in that same way, but in ninety one, they'd be electric. Kill them all is like forty years old now. It's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That's just wild. That's a good pick. Metallica's good. I'm gonna stay in the same vein. I'm gonna take the Beastie Boys. Wow. Yeah. Same type of era. Same similar. You know. I mean, I think their first album is their best album, but um, I think that that would that I think a lot of people would be fired up about that. They're just so unique; they're different. It changed the game. Mm-hmm. I think that's if you did like an East Coast rap type of medley, like they did the West. It was very West Coast two years ago. Yeah, they could be a part of that, like right now. Like that could just something that could happen. Well, it's tough to do it when one of them's not with us, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you were gonna, if you're, we're transporting in time, I'm like, right, did, right. Like what they yeah, just did yeah, at the yeah. Grammys. Tupac. We have Tupac do it. Yeah, I mean, they're doing holograms now. We did holograms at Coachella. So I think anything's on, on the table. 
Um, I like both those. Those are good ones. Um, uh, bah, 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 we bah, just bah, had bah. to get away from pop a little bit too. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to stay out of pop as well because I'm going to pop with my last. Ah. Oh, I'm so between. I'll take it. I don't know who the artists are here. I think they are due, and it's funny because we were talking about this in the 90s. I think we're due for like a medley of country artists. And I don't know who those artists are. Like, I've Carrie Underwood written down as somebody that could helmet. See, that like, shit failed. Yeah, but like, say you did it with Garth Brooks and he was like your main guy, and then you just had all the country artists around it. That I think could be fun and a little more relatable to middle America. <laughs> And some of the stuff that's, that's been going a, on. That's a Houston Super Bowl. That's a Houston Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, what about Garth Brooks in New Orleans? Mm, that yeah, would be awesome. That starts to play a little bit. That starts to track a little bit. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to take a Garth Brooks Helm country medley. I'm going to take that. It also, All right, it also kind of depends on the, the teams playing in it. Like if it's L.A., LA Cincinnati like is that getting much play I just think like you have like you have country artists that have now like swung mainstream a little bit enough to where like the the problem is is like the one that's gotten all the way there is canceled (laughs) Morgan Wallen we were just talking about before the show started (laughs) but um, but he's not even close he's not even close to a Garth yeah but I think Garth I think Garth I mean Garth's a stadium show guy like if you just had Garth doing his thing up there in New Orleans I think I could be sick it's a little Garth's change of pace from like guy. the pop R&B kind of rap situation we've kind of gotten ourselves into, which is great. And I'm going to take a very poppy one at the end if it doesn't get taken. But, you know, just a throw a bone to the country people out there. I think it would be nice. They had a good four years. It's all right. There hasn't been like what was the last country act to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show in any compa- they, they just They just do it like Stapleton and they have them do the national anthem, which Chris Stapleton was great. <laughs> Yeah, they do. What if you did Garth? What if you did Garth and Chris Stapleton? I mean, that's Fuego. That's Fuego. Little Tennessee whiskey at the Super Bowl halftime show. All right. Um, RDT, you have two. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll take out Red Hot Chili Peppers. I know. I I, and all right. So I'll ask. So they came out with Bruno in 2014. Nah, it's fine. Okay. That's another, that's an, uh, you, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. They're if on my list. Them. I don't know if they have enough songs. Ooh, I think they have enough songs. I don't think they, I don't think you could trust. Now you can make that same criticism about Garth with, Brooks, by the way. You were, th- you were thinking that about. Garth, I thought the same thing. Like, does he have enough songs relatable in 2023 that is like playing to a mass audience? Well, it's like I don't know if you want to do it like in 2023. This is kind of the like if I could go back in time and have someone perform. Um, I don't know. I, I, they put on insane shows. Again, I think they have hits. Uh, huge, massive band. Again, I just don't know if you could trust them to not come out with socks on their dicks like they did. What was that at the VMAs or whatever? Like, you know, you you gotta you gotta worry about something like that. Um, but. I think they're a little uh, bit overrated. I'll say it. I, I like them. I, I think they're good. I, I've always been a California a great album. I, th- I just think I just think that they too much of their music sounds the same. It's a little mm-hmm. recycled, but yeah, it's good. It's smooth. Um, my last one. Oh man, I got two. Fuck. 
I got three. This would be like a nice comeback story. And again, she's kind of paved that way. This may be, I think this may be Taylor's. Um, Janet Jackson? Miley Cyrus. I think she would put on a great show. I think that would mm. be fun. Because again, she's kind of, she's she's gone away from the 2014, like the, hey, we're headed down like a Britney shaving my head. I'm going to, you know, do some stuff like that. Now she seems to be back. Um, I think she will do it at some point. I think she needs a yeah like, w- one more good album. But this song that she's doing right now is big. I can see her doing it. Big, huge mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think she's I too much roll- like Rihanna to do it next year. But I have a pick. If I have a pick, if you guys disqualify this based on what just happened, my pick was going to be the Disney Channel Super Show of Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, and the Jonas Brothers, which. You laugh, but that would be Fuego. So if you guys don't want me to take that, that's fine no, because Miley Cyrus take just it. got no, taken. Fine. Okay, no. I Raven had another Simone. pick. I've had it. No, no. Raven Simone and and Hillary Duff just on the outside looking. Whoa, here. whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no. If Hillary's not in it, this is not a Disney Channel. It's <laughs> no, she's not now. You, you I love she, Come Clean, but there's she's not getting in there. She has music. She in is Disney years. Channel. No, she walked so Ariana just... could run. Yes, yeah. Ariana yes, Grande yes, was yes. a Nickelodeon, so you're just disqualified. Oh. There. Well, didn't yeah, didn't you say she was included in it? Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, Jonas Brothers, and oh, I'm God, willing to hear an argument for a. Ariana. I'm willing to hear an argument for a High School Musical performance in there as well. I almost it's, took. I don't. Know. I almost took uh, for an honorable mention a week or two ago. I almost took Hillary Duff mm. because I have been getting absolutely bombarded on Twitter and Instagram, actually, um, with How I Met Your Father advertising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, I don't know what that says about a, you. A, cl- a clip of, well, here, I'll explain. Yeah, why are you getting fed that? I don't know why I got the first one, but I was mesmerized by it. It's just a group of group of people with her leading it, doing like the electric slide. And <laughs> she looks absolutely stunning. And every time it comes on, I have to stop and watch. And so that thing clearly gets engagement from me and it just kept showing up. And so my timeline, given all the changes to, to Twitter has become, I mean, it's, it stopped a few days ago, I think, but it became Hillary Duff doing the electric slide and I didn't mind it one bit. She looks great. Yeah. She looks great. Yeah. Love Hillary Duff. Just not part of this medley. That's, that's pretty insulting. It's I tough. think so. Well, Banks, finish it out. Your Garth Brooks thing really, like, really kind of ruined what I was going to go for here. But I'm going for next year in Vegas. I'm going for George Strait. Wow. Set up home base in Vegas. He does, like, three shows a year that aren't in Vegas, and they're always in Texas. Like he's a Texas guy, you know, background wise, but he is now like Mr. Vegas. And he, you want to talk about somebody with a collection of hits. He, I mean, he's still bringing them out and he's like in his seventies. George Strait's a legend. And I think that if you were to do um, a George Strait centered thing and bring in a bunch of like modern country artists that do a bunch of, 
like duets or like just mix in medleys and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you and I are thinking of the exact same thing. He would be mm-hmm. the guy to do it with. He did a performance at one of those because there's a billion of those country music award shows, or at least it seems like they do one every two or three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. He did a performance with Eric Church of Cowboys Like Us maybe six, seven years ago. Go look that up. Oh, unbelievable performance. Like just goosebumps. I would want Eric Church involved. I'll say that too. Yeah. That's a draft. Good draft. I have some good honorable mentions too. Um, RDT, take, RDT takes Drake, Mariah Carey, Usher. By the way, that could be a, just a performance in itself and be sensational. Yeah. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Miley Cyrus. I took Taylor Swift, which I think just wins me the draft. Ariana Grande, Queen, uh, the Garth Brooks thing that is essentially what Banks did with George Strait, and um, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, and Jonas Brothers. Just get all my people in there. Um, Banks takes Bieber, Harry Styles, Metallica, the Beastie Boys, and George Strait. Uh, some of my honorable mentions include um, Outcast. That was the that two was my first. First the one. two that I was didn't take that I would have put in for the Garth Brooks thing because I was taking the Miley Cyrus Selena Gomez thing are the Foo Fighters and Outcast. Those were the two, those were the two in major yeah. consideration. So I also had Elton John. I also had something involving Billie Eilish. I mm-hmm. had um I had a power I had a punk pop medley with like. Fallout Boy, the All American Rejects, and Yellow those, Card, all those, all those back people. Sunday. Basically, that would the, be, well, be say the that'll that will never that happen. Would be but, awesome, but be so good for a certain age group in America. Um, those are my honorable mentions. Those are just a few of my honorable mentions. What'd you guys say? Did uh, Hova ever do one? I thought about him. No, I don't. I don't. He, I don't, he came out. He I came out. Him and Beyonce. Came, yeah, he's come out, but I don't think he's he's yeah. not going to be great. I mean, I, I don't feel like he's going to do it. Is part of the reason I didn't take mm-hmm. him. All my other, I don't know, De- Demi Lovato's Super Bowl halftime show, but Hove just doesn't. I was, waiting, I was waiting for you to pick her. I feel like Hove is just like, nah, man, I'm not doing Super Bowl halftime. Show. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like, um, he wants yeah. to watch. Like, he doesn't care. I don't, yeah, don't think man. you talk about a guy who doesn't care. I don't think he gives a shit about it. Like he was there yesterday taking pictures of the I know, I thought going. Thing in appearance, but no. yeah. Um, my honorable mentions. These are just uh, some per- again, like OAR. Would love to see. It would never happen. I would love to see an OAR. Um, wow, halftime show. Uh, Mumford and Sons, who I love. I love Mumford and Sons. Oh, they, no, no. That's the anti-Super Bowl halftime show. Mumford I, and Sons at the Super that's, Bowl. Oh, that's no. why they're an honorable no. mention? I didn't pick them. Uh, I had Foo Fighters, Post Malone, who I thought would be great too. Oh, uh, Post, Post Malone. Malone would be fun. Are you um, gonna take Gotya too, or whatever that? It'll just be like a nine. I mean, can you imagine of... just how asleep the stadium would be if Mumford and Sons came out for the Super Bowl halftime oh, show? It would be great though. It would be. Oh, I love Mumford. You don't like Mumford and Sons? I, love I don't them. dislike. I'm not a huge Mumford and Sons guy. I don't dislike them, but there's just I mean, there's not a world where I want to see them perform live at the Super Bowl. No, oh, that's that's who you go to. That's who you go to see at Red Rocks. You don't go to the Super Bowl to see them. They're, yeah, you go to Red Rocks. Um, I also I, I had seen one of them laying in bed. <laughs> I had um, I had <clears throat> I'm sitting by around the campfire. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. All right. <clears throat> I got three left. <laughs> We're going to Dell, who again, I'm kind of surprised. Oh, she's yeah, had conversation. She's, yeah, she's yeah. probably, you know, fitting to be in the Coming next up. five years. Yeah. 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 Some of the music's a little too sad, but I think she has enough bangers that evens it out. Yeah, it, that would be good. Um, two friends, obviously. I think <laughs> yeah, cross yeah, my they're all on her. Yeah, they're all on our wish list. Yeah, just the... from the t- from the tailgate to the Super Bowl halftime show. It could happen. It could happen. Um, chain smokers, who I think would be sick. I think they would be because again, think of all the people they could bring out. What would be cool is if they did like a electronic edm type EDM. of vibe. i was thinking of like an avici but obviously yeah like the tribute to avici and then you bring out like a bunch of those people and that happens david Guetta, and yeah i would, would love to cool. see the, the olds uh watch marshmallow for 15 minutes <laughs> or like skrillex <laughs> that would be so funny <laughs> Oh, that would be good. Just at the infield of Freakness, and this dad has got, he's holding his son's hand. His son, I mean, I couldn't identify his age because he had the, the damn marshmallow head on. But he's walking around holding his son's hand. He's, this kid must have been eight years old. And he's in 95 degrees and he's got a marshmallow head on. Just taking his kid to a marshmallow concert at Preakness Infield. I felt so bad for this guy. <laughs> um oh. my last one which kind of goes against your first one taylor is john mayer would love it i think that would be so sick too can i can i say something just, i just don't yeah i don't i don't really get john mayer i just don't get it he's, he's like as the greatest someone that is, player ever as someone that is contractually obligated to hate john mayer um he has good songs Daughters. I would say he does like yeah, sure, but that's he's like twenty years ago. It could good cameo on Chappelle Show. I'll give him that. A great cameo on Chappelle Show. Yeah, it's great. Playing that. I'm not saying he's talented, but like the the swooning over him, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I also had Bad Bunny on my list, but you know who? RDT doesn't know who he is, so. I guess he's out. Um, I just went through the top fifty on Spotify. I don't think we like missed anybody. Obvious. Did, top Ed, 50, did uh, Ed Sheeran? Did, did Ed Sheeran do him? He's not done it. Yeah, he's probably in play at some point if he can put together a couple more. I was gonna bangers. say if he releases another like b- album with with that many bangers, I think. You know, maybe they do a Super Bowl in London someday. Uh, not out of the question. God, just, if they do they that, you have to do like a... those dudes up. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's the last? Uh, I'm going scrolling through here, I'm trying to see the last non-American to do it. Oh, Shakira, Shakira. Yeah, like three years ago. Yeah, Maroon yeah, Five. God, you see, like Maroon Five is not one I would have like put on the top of my list, and they've done it. God, Timberland. Yeah, the weekend, Timberlake. not. Not either. Yeah, but we the weekend has hits though. Like the weekend has I hits. It does have hits. That yeah, one I mean, so does Maroon Five. So does Maroon Five. So does Maroon Five. Like the weekend did it by himself. He didn't even bring anybody out. Call me by your name, Star Boy, The Hills, Can't Feel My Face, I Feel It Coming, Save Your Tears. I mean, there's some some you know. Maroon Five had Travis Scott. Oh, Travis Scott when he did the uh the old SpongeBob, SpongeBob. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good draft. 
That's a good draft. Also on the table for us this week for the listeners, we were almost going to do Canadians. So at some point we'll rank our favorite Canadians. And we had two Canadians at the top of the draft, two out of the top three. So yeah, inspired Aubrey. by Dave Grohl, very Aubrey and uh, an old uh, Beebs doing the whole Canada thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that was weird. That was that commercial. Was not. I guess he, I guess he is Canadian. He's from DC. Why else would he Dave be doing? Grohl? An ad for Canada. He's from Ohio. I think he's from Ohio. I think he's Why from is DC. He doing that? Is he a crown spokesman? Yeah, I know he's. I know he's been local to the area. Born in Warren, Ohio. I I know that he is like a house in Annapolis. He like goes out in Annapolis all the time. Many of girls' early influences are the nine thirty club in DC. So when yeah. did he start? When did he? Oh, he transferred to high school in Alexandria. In, so yeah, so Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah. Hmm. Oh no! Sp- moved to Springfield, Virginia, when he was a child. So Northern Virginia guy. Okay, there you go. Yeah, he's a Nova guy. But got went to Bishop Iowa. Yeah. Got it. You want to really fire up some of uh, some people? The Foo Fighters saying just call call Dave Kroll sellout for doing that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird spot for him. I'll, it was a weird spot for him. Food fighters should be great. Then they could do some Nirvana stuff with Grohl there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do it. I don't know if they'll do it after Taylor Hawkins. Well, that's died, the thing. You know? Taylor Hawkins thing is tough. Yeah, that's it. Yep, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I they, guess they, they could have his son. That would. Yeah, oh my god, you want to see that? Kind of, actually, the Foo Fighters got into a lexicon the last like six, seven years. Where I'm actually kind of surprised it didn't happen for them. I yeah. guess there was enough more mainstream artists, but like. They could have put something together. Like, where would they have played though? I feel like they were mainstream enough and had enough hits to have done it well before that period. Like, even Mm -hmm. maybe in the wake of the whole JT thing, where they, um, in the mid 00s, when they just kind of tried to play it down the middle and go with the Stones and and Bruce Springsteen and stuff like that, I feel like they could have slotted in there at that point. Or at least yeah. as a bridge yeah. to try to take a take what like a bridge year to try to get off of the. Well, the know, other thing the, they would have done in that era is so much of the criticism from like younger people in the where it went: Paul McCartney, Rolling Stones, Prince, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen was, and the Who was like, why is this all old people music? And the Foo Fighters is like young enough and old enough where they maybe bridge that gap a little bit as like right, a exactly. 90s artist. Because they've now they've now gone the other way. I guess they did Madonna, but now everything since then has pretty much been artists that are like very relevant to younger people. They haven't d- gone old in a while uh, after that long stretch. So I love the Super Bowl halftime show. I think it's like one of the like interesting things. I like like love thinking about who's going to do it. So, all right, Nick Cannon, Bradley Maryland personal week, RDT. Um, I'm just going to go football. Thanks mm. for the memories. Sure. Fun season didn't 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 turn out great for either of our squads. I don't think, but uh, nope, it always delivers. Saw some great games, good performances. Just it's football. It's the best. You um, you didn't want to take Red Panda in this spot. She sucks. She sucks. I talk about jumping the shark. I I mean, I'm with Eric and with the sentiment or the idea that it's just like, all right, we get it. 
But then I see the videos and people are popping off. The students are going crazy for Red The Panda. arena absolutely popped off. Yeah, be, be, it, yeah, because they don't know who she is. Like, this is new to them. Like, we've seen her on SportsCenter since 2003. Like, she is the last clip before they, like, you know, they, they do a little montage before they. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. She catches them and she, like, puts her arms out. I mean, like, yeah, we say, fucking know. We know for for tra- for for the listeners who were not aware, Red Panda was at Maryland on Saturday, and RDT was just firing bazookas in the group chat about Red Panda. I, I think I bazookas, and I just I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I popped off. I stood up and popped off in the media section about it. Corporate no, lost all my professional. Lost no, my, lost all my. Well, I'm not a big J. Lost all my professionals. Not anymore. No, I've never had any, so it doesn't really matter. But, um, Not after that move. I'd I'd make no. sure you weren't. I got very excited about about the panda. So, what about when she dropped them? Oh, it's kind of what I did. Yeah, it's like Chris Anderson about. missing 13, 13 dunks in the first it round. It was of sad. The it was sad. You want to see her hit it the first time? But she got it. There was a little use of the right hand on the final toss there, yeah, but yeah. you know what. You're just trying to say the the funniest part was it was taking a while. The team was just waiting in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, and it was on the verge of them having to send her off because it was like it, we got to like five thirty on the clock or whatever. What can you do? Should have just started playing her out, playing her out. You play like, right, the Grandma. Oscars, the Oscars music. Yeah. Get out of here, uh, Grandma. We'll see you later. Oh come on! <laughs> just such a lack of respect there. No, it's not. Yeah, like 30 years. I gotta find out how old she is. Do you have to? Though? Well, in captivity, they live nine to 13 years. This is gonna be tough to find. Oh, she, oh. <laughs> how that was actual red pandas. How old do you think she is? The red panda 61, 52. Brian, how old? 52. She's he's at 52. 42. That's incredible. Wow. She looks older than that. Yeah. They said no she's disrespect. been performing for 33 years. Howard wow. Stern, she's on Heidi Klum. I mean, let's now. throw it out here, by the way. Well, because you disrespected Red Panda. It's freaking impressive to hop up on a unicycle and toss oh. bowls on your head. And she misses all the time. Yeah, you go out there and try to do it. I can't because I would look like her. Like, oh, like, I, I see. I will say this: Red Panda has pretty much gone, gone, has gotten it right at Maryland. Like the, the three other times she's been there, she has not missed. That's the first time I've seen her miss in my career. I'm saying I think a there's term. a I think there's a steroid allegation there too. I, I saw her miss. She was bad for a while. Oh, oh my time. god! god. They, okay, allegedly, allegedly, oh. allegedly. Allegedly, I'm not associating with that. I'm just she, not associating she, with that. No, she missed a lot and then she got better. You just don't get better at that age. You you just don't like this is this is I'm ending this. This is disgusting and it's it's unwarranted. Banks, what's give, give me I I, Stop. I need a P test. I need, I'm about to mute him. <laughs> Next time uh, she's at I right, I'm not going there. I'm not going. There. Yeah, get out of here. Banks. <laughs> uh I'm gonna take golf. You better believe I'm taking golf. Um I didn't expect that we were going to get the first episode of that Netflix show um, that's coming out Wednesday. Um, got it last it. night. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was a little interesting and, and bizarre. 
because it was it was the Jordan Spieth Justin Thomas episode, which gives maybe some insight into how this whole thing's going to be storyboarded or how it's going to be laid out. So it was pretty much just like some background on their their friendship and and some background on them, you know, training and a couple of things Jordan accomplishes during the year. And then, you know, JT winning the big win that he got. Uh, I don't think I'm really spoiling anything for anybody there, but um, and just some really interesting background of what goes on at the PGA championship. And it was very cool. I, I, I have been meaning to, to get around to watching drive to survive. I don't know if it's formatted in a similar manner, but I expected the show to be very chronological. Like I thought, episode one, I was going to tune in and it was going to be Riviera last year when Phil makes his controversial comments and all kinds of background right from the jump. And I thought it was just going to be very PJ tour live golf in episode one to set the scene for the rest of the season. And uh, episode one showed that that may be captured in another manner. So, I mean, it's just, it just was weird because the episode really fixated on April and May culminating with the second major of the year. And there was really nothing about the masters or really what was an awesome spring leading up to the masters and a ton of Scotty Scheffler. There's going to be probably a Scotty Scheffler episode and everything, but um, overall I thought it was great. You just saw some background of those two playing practice rounds together, talking shit to each other. Um, there's an unbelievable clip of Mito Pereira seconds after he, he, it's electrocuted hitting that shot in the second 72nd hole at Southern Hills. It's the ball in the water. Dude just straight up says, I just fucked up the tournament. He like literally says that out loud. Basically. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but he says like, I fucked that up. It's the last hole and I fucked it up. And he hadn't even fucked it up yet. He still had a chance to, to get up on the green and make a bogey and get into a playoff. And he was, I mean, just, that's the type of stuff that that I'm excited to see more of. It's just little snippets and moments like that. I'm excited to watch that show. I will probably yeah. um I will I might put it on after we finish recording here. I'm gonna just piggyback off you banks unless you want to keep going there. I, I'll keep it at that. I'm gonna take the waste I'm gonna take the waste management. Um, I think I me and Bags had the pleasure of going to that a few years ago. It is so freaking fun. It's as fun as you think it is when you watch it on TV. And it just produces very good content every year. I enjoy watching the people run to the 16th. I enjoy watching that whole. I think it's a fun tournament. It wasn't a, that dramatic down the stretch. I think it's a great lead into the Super Bowl. Like if you're a golf person, it's very fun to watch leading into the Super Bowl pregame. So you're not watching like a ton of the pregame. You get most of the pregame that matters once it's over. Let's go to the playoff, which is so funny. They were coming down the stretch, and, and Jim Nance is like, you know, could go to a playoff here. And Trevor was like, no, no, because they know no one's watching <laughs> if it goes to a playoff. Because <laughs> um, everyone switches over to the Super Bowl. But um, I just think that's it. That's it. That's it's golf tournaments are very interchangeable to a certain extent a lot of the pga events that aren't majors and this is one that sticks out on the calendar as one that you want to watch every single year so and now that with the way they do the, the elevated event designated events whatever they're going to have the best players in the world play at this every year if it continues to be a designated event so you have like normally like speed always plays it and scotty plays it and ron plays it but like now rory's gonna always have to play it and that'll be mm -hmm. fun yeah so, and the, the first I, one eight and a half million to 20 million this year so there's there's your yeah. there's a reason. And even 
It's uh, Rory before the tournament was like, you know, I don't really usually play this event. The the you know tee shots don't really fit my eye. Like I feel like all the bunkers are in places where I want to land my ball. Just not a good fit. But I can go win three three and a half million dollars this week. Yeah, and they um great. It's that's so like part. Yeah, it's and it's new in the that PJ Tour schedule where those guys like have to play those certain like they can only skip like one of them or something this year. Yeah. Um. So that was exciting, and um, that's a fun. This is a fun turn, very fun tournament to watch. So I I like it every time, and it's like a good combination of things. Like a lot of this early golf in California, and Arizona, like you can like come home and watch a lot of like the first and second rounds on weekday on weeknights and they'll like cater it. So you see a lot of the good guys on well, either day wait, based on how they do the tea time. So it's very fun. Any yeah. honorable mentions for anybody? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm, you know. College baseball begins this week. We were talking about potentially getting a college baseball guest on. We will do that at some point, but uh, Maryland is at USF. 13th ranked Terps and then just in general. Um, and I'll give a brief shout out since all of us are Maryland people here. Maryland softball defeated the third ranked team in the country in Mexico and defeated number 22 Oregon. So they are now ranked for the first time in 15 years. Wow. So shout out to Maryland softball. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, Go ahead. ahead um, dead or alive. I don't even have my spreadsheet open at the moment because I'm trying to minimize the amount of things going on in my computer. Usage? That's all right. We can, um, hold on. We can let you real quick, real quick. Another honorable mention for Super Bowl halftime shows that just came to me. And this kind of fits into maybe the Garth Brooks one. Shania Twain. She did Ooh, one. She, sure. she headlined one. Oh, there that's we go. Right, Never mind. Right. What year yeah. was that? Oh, early Late 90s. No. Like maybe? 90. I don't even like who's the Titans Rams Super Bowl. Yeah, she she still got it too. Yeah, I, I appreciate you, Shania. She's good. She's very good. Who yeah. did Titans Rams? Was that Shania Twain? I just can't picture her in an indoor stadium. In, in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta could, could play. That's another Canadian, by the way. Mm, yes, you're right. You're right. It was not Ty Dolla Sign. You're wrong. Um, who was it? Who was it? Oh, Faith Hill did the national anthem halftime. Oh, this was the Christine Aguilera, Tony Braxton, Enrique, and Phil Collins one. Are we ready? Yep. Fire, fire away. Uh, Colin Powell. Oh, I believe he died he's last passed year. away. Yeah, last year. What did Eric say? He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. He said uh passed away. 10, 18, 21. Yeah. I gotta go back mm-hmm. and, and redo this. I also have not been doing a good job of checking off who I've done and who I haven't. And I can't mm-hmm. even check with you because then I'm just giving them away. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we'll probably forget. We just keep rolling them out there. Yeah. Colin Powell. Uh, uh, thank him for his service. Great servant to the country. Good job, buddy. RIP. Um, that's it for this week. <laughs> another episode another Chappelle show. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, Chappelle yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
And on that note, the X-52 podcast comes to an end for another week. Thank you to our sponsors, Fred Thrill, Third Level Midnight, and Jimmy Seafood. You can follow the podcast on X-52 Podcasts on all of our social media platforms. Make sure to like, rate, review, all those different things on whatever podcast platform you like. Um, you listen to us on, excuse me. Um, if you want a college baseball little preview for Maryland, you can listen to this week's episode of Hear the Turtle, which has 30 minutes with the head coach of Maryland, Rob Vaughn. Um, so you get to hear more of me, which is probably not good, but Rob is great. So listen to him. You can follow Banks at Barstool Banks. You can follow Eric at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. You can follow me at Taylor Smite 10. And we'll see you next time on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.